All right. Hi well, there. <laughs> we're doing this again. Let's see if the connection is is solid. Um, I'm so excited to have you on. I um, have been doing mental health and wellness Monday post online for J-Rock Therapy for probably about two years now. And um, I started the podcast back in 2019. And I just, I really think that today's conversation is so important because I don't think that we can fully function um, in terms of our mood and our mental health and wellness without taking a look at our physical body and of course our lifestyle. So I figured who better to have on than my, my dear, dear friend um, and colleague and my first health and nutrition coach, coach Brenda Lee. Thank you so much, Janice, for having me on. I really appreciate it. You are so welcome. So I remember years ago taking the Get Healthy, Stay Balanced course at Genesis Healing Center in Tennessee. And I remember really getting involved in this whole plant-based lifestyle. And it just made so, it made so much sense to me the way that you explained it. I think you're one of the first people to just make it very like layman's, laywoman's terms, easy to understand. And it didn't seem like this big lifestyle overhaul. You're like, get fresh air, exercise, drink this amount of water a day and, you know, eat things that are alive, not dead. Like you would kind of make it funny and practical. And so I've used a lot of that nutritional coaching in my own practice now. Um, but tell me a little bit about Genesis Healing Center and how you got started with your journey in this plant-based living and wellness lifestyle. Okay. Um, in 1999, uh, my father and I went to Vanderbilt Hospital in Nashville, Tennessee, and he was having trouble swallowing. So we um, uh, went for his diagnosis. He ran, they ran some tests and they came back that they said, well, you have esophageal cancer stage four and you have six weeks to live. So get your affairs in order. And of course we were all devastated to hear this news. So I quickly got online and started uh, researching healing natural therapies for cancer. And I came across the Hallelujah Acre um, diet and lifestyle program. So I went to um, North Carolina and became a health minister, studied their course. And honestly, it was my first time of really hearing about raw food. Because um, when you say that, it sounds like, you mean, I have to eat a salad and just live on a salad every day. But it's, it's actually a lot more than that. And um, the reason that you eat the raw foods is, is to get nutrition from your food so it can build your immune system. And dead food doesn't have a lot of nutrition in it. And um, so that, that was one of my main reasons to go was, was really my father. So it's been just a lifelong journey for me to help other people. So I, it's something I really enjoy, a ministry that I really enjoy. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. So it came out of sort of a personal experience in your life and wanting to find answers to help someone that you love. Yeah. Um, I remember you telling me in really simple terms, uh, you were like, yeah, I just, I don't, I, for the most part, you're like, I just don't eat anything with a face on it. And I was like, boy, okay, don't eat anything with a face on it. Now there's a, <laughs> there's yeah. a visual for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it did really help. And it's really funny when I have um, eaten in this way and people ask all these questions about it and they're very intrigued by it. It has helped kind of illustrate for people in ways that just 
in a way it almost just sets this really nice educational boundary because it kind of helps them better conceptualize what your food choices look like and kind of why. Um, Right. And I remember you used to have pets like at Genesis and I would come over and I would start having allergy problems. And I was like, no, I've just always had allergies. You're like, no, you just need to stop eating dairy. And I was like, uh, I guess like whatever lady. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so after a while I came back and I'd be like, you know, Brenda, I'm not eating dairy. You're like, yeah, but there's still a lot of dairy in your food that you're probably not re- aware of. So I became more aware of what, um, what I was eating, you know, outside of just the standard milk, eggs, cheese, things like that. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, eventually I would come back over to the retreat center and I could be around those same pets and animals. And I was not having hives and itching and sneezing, you know, oh, that's great. Uh, right. Yeah. So there was something to it. So can you tell us a little bit about, you know, the impact of dairy and inflammation and what is cellular rejuvenation all about? Like eating living foods? And yes, I, I certainly. Um, and I teach biblical health because I do believe um, what God gave us in the beginning, which is the fruits, vegetables, nuts, and grains. And if we go back to that, God created a self-healing body. So if we stop putting in the things that cause inflammation, uh, acid reflux, cause the mucus in our body, those things will go away naturally. Um, that's just how God made our immune system. And um, I think also like even during this pandemic, if we keep our immune strong, then we might not get the virus. We might not get a cold. We might not get the flu. Um, not everybody gets it every year. I mean, I can't tell you the last time I've had a cold or the flu. I don't even remember. It's been so many years. So um Yeah, but it's just, I think it's a good common sense approach is taking away what causes these problems. And, you know, I I was um, reading today too, still in America, um, well, in in the U.S., we still have the highest, we're number one for heart disease. So, and I I think about that too, just being um, uh that killer in the u.s which is Mm -hmm. the heart disease and you think about this too like um african women Mm -hmm. who have a vegetarian diet that have average of they have an average of 10 children with no Mm -hmm. symptoms of heart disease but Mm -hmm. our children are going to school with a high risk of heart disease in kindergarten and first grade this was unheard of 50 years ago this wasn't heard of but we're eating a lot yeah. of processed food because we're on the run. We're on the go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, and it's really a big thing to think about. Yeah. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense too. And I think that even when I've done this work with children, because once I started getting into the clinical side of things in mental health care, I started getting really involved in nutritional psychology and understanding that like the gut brain access and how, uh, regulating our digestive system and our gut impacts our brain um, cognition, our cognitive like performance, our mood. And but it's so simple in the way that I think you introduce it to people anyway. Is that all right? Your body is made up of living cells, so you have to eat mostly living foods in order to keep that regeneration, the cellular regeneration process going. And if most of what you're eating is packaged, dyed, fried, dead, dead food 
putting dead food into a living body over time, it has an impact. And, and children are always like, ew, dead food. <laughs> you know, like there's always this big exactly. gas, but they get it. You know, they get it. And we have to teach them. Um, that's our that's our number one job is teaching the children, you know, how to eat and and how to take mm-hmm. care of themselves and, you know, get that exercise, get the sunshine. And this is what God created us to do, to be outside, to work. And um, I, I think it just makes you feel better and it helps with seasonal depression. There's all kinds of things that uh, go along with a poor diet lifestyle comes that sugar blues, for example, when you feed children a lot of sugar, um, even adults. And, they, and that's where a lot of depression comes from. Mm. And I think it's so important. So if I would, I would tell your listeners that find your raw, whatever that may be. Um, because the, my first wellness center that I went to, it was a hundred percent raw for 30 days. And I thought you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I never heard <laughs> of such thing. Never loved. Yeah. I, I didn't even recognize some of the food. <laughs> I, right. I grew up in the South too. So <laughs> and I think about that. It's like, wow. But I, I can't tell you, I, I did my 30 days. I felt amazing. Amazing. I just naturally lost weight. I felt good. Um, my skin cleared up. My hair was thicker. Just like the benefits were incredible. It was absolutely incredible. And so if you have a health challenge, maybe uh, you're overweight or a heart disease or cancer or whatever it may be, diabetes, if you switch to the raw food, your body starts to heal itself. Um, type mm. 2 um, uh, adult onset diabetes is strictly diet related. It's not that mm-hmm. something started stopped working in your body. It's diet related. I've had people check in here in the healing center, come in with all kinds of medicines, injections, and they leave in 30 days, not on anything. Wow. So it's possible. Yeah, because I can remember being a part of some of your seminars and uh, and getting to meet some of your clients. And I think that I probably met people that had various kinds of tumorous growth um and we saw the tumor shrinking we saw that happen yes witnessing it right lupus um sleep sleep disorder sleep apnea you know um attention deficit disorder Mm -hmm. there were so many different things that were happening um presenting issues and presenting medical problems and through like you said through the juicing and um you know, plant-based diet. Yeah. And I, you know, it was, it it was amazing to see what, it was almost like you didn't have to try and convince them anymore because they felt so good. good. Right. Exactly. (laughs) We all fall off the wagon a little bit. We all do. And in our walk in life, um, you know, being a Christian, just being a good, decent human being, sometimes things happen. And, you know, we just always want to say that prayer and get back on our path. And it's the same, same way with food. So I always want to tell people, you know what, do your best, whatever your best is, do your best. And, and, um, our bodies have an internal pharmacy with healing forces that God put there for us, for the physical, for the mental, for the spiritual energy, God created a self-healing body. And so we need to, when, when, and you do the uh, internal and the spiritual part and the mental part. And when you put all that together, it's like, wow, you've got a powerhouse of a machine. So you're praying and you're listening to Janice and 
you know, what I can do in my relationships and things like that. Um, when you add the biblical food in, it's, it's incredible. It really is. Yeah, I really, I love that you said too, because I've done a lot of addiction recovery work with clients and patients over the years, um, treating opioid addiction, substance use disorder, alcohol mm -hmm. abuse, um, all kinds of things. And so mm -hmm. one of the things that works so well though, is an idea of baby steps and a recovery program. Mm -hmm. And I really like that you're saying to people, do your personal best. So this is not about listening to this podcast and then getting off of it and becoming incredibly legalistic or becoming the food police or food terrorist for everyone in your, in your household or in your neighborhood or your community. It's about healing yourself and taking yourself as the first um, example, you mm -hmm. know, and by living that and then doing, making incremental changes because it's not those big giant changes that we make so much that create generational change or long lasting change for ourselves and our own generation. It's those incremental changes over time that become a lifestyle, not just an event. So that's right. So I, it's like, I, I so don't like to say diet. I love, I, love I was just about to say that. Perfect. Perfect. I was it. just, you yes. I'm like, we are throwing that D I E out of the conversation because yes, we are not working you know, we're not working in, in being intentional about, about the death cycle and about dying. We, we don't want to just live to eat. You know, we want to eat, eat foods that help us live. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and so I say to people, just find your role. What is your role? What, what, what can you commit to that you're comfortable with? And somebody might say, you know what? Only 10%, only 15%. Okay. Well just do that. Let's try that this week. And you go find some vegetables and fruits that you haven't had and get plenty of berries for your antioxidants to keep your immune strong. Um, but find whatever that number is. I started with 50%. I did half and half. And that was a great number for me to start with. But whatever it is that you can do, always remember this. Just do your best. And your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be you know, it'll be different as if we're healthy as opposed to if we're sick. So if you're sick, sometimes your body has to go through a detox period and you have to get the bad stuff out before you can feel better. But if it's just like uh, you and I that are healthy people, um, that we just need to make some tweaks here and there. And there's a lot of people like that. You know, you might just want to lose a little weight or, you know, you have family members that have cancer or diabetes or heart disease, and we don't want to get that, then start eating a, a healthy lifestyle. I love that word lifestyle. You've got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, because it's more sustainable, right? Yes. And, I, and yeah. I really like, I like those percentages you gave. That makes a lot of sense. Cause I remember when I first found out about, um, George Malcolmus and Hallelujah Acres and Barley Max and oh my gosh, there's powdered beet juices and yeah, Reverend George Malcolmus. You know, he had like I think it was like a softball size cancerous tumor. He had you That's know right. two roads converging. I can go chemotherapy, traditional medical route. God bless the AMA. God bless the medical route. Right, <laughs> there's a place for all of it. But he decided to go in this different direction, and he shrunk this um, this tumor over time through. Um, this lifestyle plan. And I can tell you, Brenda, I have treated my own relatives and family members and even myself for various ailments. And I have watched asthma dissipate and disappear. I have watched uterine fibroids disintegrate. I have watched right. um, people with sleep, sleep apnea, sleep like babies. It's almost like reverse aging 
um, because you're getting that cellular nutrition, you know? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And I have a grandson that's autistic and on medication. And I had him last year for about six weeks and I, we had so much fun together, but I changed his diet completely because when he's with grandma, he's going to, I'm not a McDonald's grandma, so that's just not happening. So (laughs) no fast food around us. So, you know, it's a lot of work. I I have five daughters and and 18 grandchildren. And so it's, it's a lot of work. So when you, you know, and I want to cook for them healthy and um, but I changed his diet and he mostly ate, I want to tell you about 70% raw. He was amazing. He did so good and everything else was healthy. No sugar. When I took him off of sugar, do you know, he went home with no medicine. I believe it. I've seen it. happen. was fantastic. I've seen it happen. Now, Brenda, when you say sugar, you know, Process. A lot of foods break down into sugar. So you mean the package process, yes, process. white sugar stuff. Yes, yeah. Ma'am. That's on the shelves. Yeah. 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 Label reading is a whole nother thing. I think we could do a podcast on label reading, but it's yeah, <laughs> it, because yeah. so many things are disguised. They're like, oh, we can't put this in it. So we're going to do it this way. So we have to be yeah. careful there as well. I did a therapeutic, um, book club about a year ago and um, people registered for it and it was called a course in weight loss surrendering your um, struggle with weight forever and we talked about the emotional and spiritual um, and uh, mental causes for some of the weight that we carry you know like Mm -hmm. sort of this idea of like what am I really hungry for and so because I'm hungry for love or I'm hungry for validation or I'm hungry to heal um, unresolved trauma or whatever it may be, if we can get to the root of some of that, then our eating won't be disordered in the way that it was uh, for so long that that got us to the, to the position where we feel uncomfortable in our own bodies. And so when you were talking about label reading, I thought about that because one of the things we did was like we had folks sign waivers and stuff. And then we went out on an onsite like field trip to a grocery store. And one of the things that we talked about was retraining our brain and our habits and you talk about this in your course, right. but it was like retraining our habits to shop um, on the, was it the outer aisles where all the fresh stuff is and not go too far yeah. in because the further in you go, sure. the more dead food is. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And I, I, I think, um, you know, if you want to be healthy as opposed to sick, then simply do your best and really avoid um, judgment, avoid self-abuse and regret and negative thinking. And stay positive, stay in prayer, and and have a, a good health coach for like a mentor, somebody that you can text or call. Um, you know, we all struggle with different things in life, and we have many, many reasons every day to pray and give thanks to God. I woke up today. Um, you know, I'm healthy. I'm my children are blessed. I'm blessed. And when it comes to food and our bodies and taking care of ourselves, and, you know, it's wonderful that you can put together all this information that we can just share for people to benefit from. And, and I, I love your ministry and, and I love helping people as well. I really do. Thank you so much. It doesn't feel like work, does it? No. It <laughs> it's like we have to stop ourselves and like, okay, take a break because it is... It's the, this work is the gift that keeps on giving. Like you get so much back. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you for that. I, um, 
I like what you just said about your mindset. And I remember talking to you some years ago, because we'll always have these little sort of power powwows. That's the cool thing about having friends that have done a lot of their own inner work or healing work, or if they're in industries that are in alignment with where you're going in your life, your, your, your friendship and phone conversations become these little mini um, motivational conferences of sorts. Right. <laughs> um, and you're just kicking it like on a Monday or a Tuesday or something, just talking. But anyway, I remember you saying something. I don't know if you remember this, so let me know. But mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about what's happening with the body? Because I think that there is a there is a sort of a metaphysical and mental health and emotional component to every physical ailment. And I know back in the day, Louise Hay did a lot of work around this with the Heal Your Body Glossary. Right. Um, we can look up specific elements and terms and look at the direct causes and how to begin reversing them. You know, some of this is, is thinking in the terms of epigenetics as well. But I do remember you talking about like arthritis, for example. Right. And you said something about a person that deals with a lot of like either deflecting or denial, but can you speak to that a little bit and some of the common elements that we see and what's going on behind that? Yeah, I, I, I do think um, some of our food choices, we also, we were raised um, and we kind of do what grandma did because, or what our mother did. And it's not that they did anything wrong. We, they just didn't know. And when you think about a hundred years ago, um, even 50 years ago, we were eating our own garden. We went out and picked our food. Now it's being sprayed with pesticides and uh, herbicides and things like that. And that's what's getting into our food and milk. And, and our children are drinking this. So our next generation is sicker than the last generation. And we see that. So my main thing about uh, being dairy free is getting those chemicals out of our body. So kind of cleanse and detoxing. And you don't necessarily have to go out and spend a lot of money on a lot of products. I can teach people very simply how to make things. You can make your own little detox tea and drink it every day. Keep your immune system built. There are things that you can actually do that you probably have in your house, in your refrigerator or your cabinets right now that you can go in and make something healthy. Um, So you don't necessarily have to buy something unless you have a health challenge. Then you may want to add. Yeah. That's that's so true. Sometimes I say to the degree that you're being impacted negatively is to the degree that you want to course correct um, and make some of those larger shifts. But I I remember starting to detox in my own house and I would go through and I had all these like canned foods and I was like, all right, let me try and move from so much canned stuff. Like, of course, you know, I'm a little bit of a (laughs) potentially (laughs) pre-apocalyptic, I can't even say a pre-apocalyptic prepper, right? (laughs) So my grandma's always taught me always make sure you have this and that. So there's certain things I would keep, but for the most part, all the canned stuff, I was like, okay, I'm going to try and exchange some of this for like frozen and then fresh. And when I can't do fresh, I'll do frozen or I'll do powder. And, you know, um, you know, maybe instead of like having all these boxes of cereal, like I was like, okay, I can start maybe soaking some grains or oats overnight. So it was like little subtle changes over time to move out of this sad diet, the standard American diet and start to move into these genesis or renewal lifestyle changes. Can you tell us a little bit about this genesis detox tea? Like how can people put this together and how often should they consume it? Sure. And I want to just get back to something you touched on. So when you say canned food, were you talking about like canned food that you get in a grocery store off a shelf? Yes. Okay. So when I say canned food, my grandparents from our garden, 
it was fresh. So there was no preservatives in it. So it actually was in a jar. And yes. Preserved. Very different. But it um, is. Yeah. That's, that's more healthy. So if you do get rid of some of the aluminum cans, because that causes memory problems and it's linked to Alzheimer's and dementia and uh, things like that. So that's good that you moved away from that and go to fresh frozen. If that's, if you can't get fresh, then get it frozen, you know, mm -hmm. um, that's better. So to touch on the tea, the detox tea, um, just like um, something to keep your immune system built would be vitamin C, zinc, elderberry, and a nice uh, multivitamin. And of course, I like my barley green. Um, and if you if you don't get barley green, whatever is green, just have it because you want your your antibiotics, your um, antibiotics, your photonutrients to build your immune system, and that's really important. And the tea that we make, which is I call it my anti cold and flu tea, <laughs> um, and it's really really good. It's got fresh ginger, turmeric, some honey, local honey and some cinnamon. And believe it or not, you can press a fresh piece of garlic and it doesn't have to be much, just a little bit. That keeps your immune really great. And these are items that most people have right in their spice racks. And you just yeah. water and let your tea, your tea steep for five minutes and drink it. It's great tasting. It really is. Yeah, that reminds me of something that we would do when I would come over to the center to do like maybe like oh hey Janice we're doing a seven-day detox or we're doing a three-day she comes stay overnight for a couple nights right. and the nice thing about it is that you know I, I really learned and adopted this principle of like just don't bring it past the threshold of my front door if it's not something that I want to consume and <laughs> so when you're at Genesis Healing Center there is not options to go grab things that are going to be harmful to your detox process or your you know your lifestyle choices once you get on this page or once you get interested and so I remember in the mornings we would press a little bit of garlic and some lemon and some local honey and it was just like a everyday morning, like cleansing tea. And it became a rhythm. It became a routine. It became a lifestyle. Um, also for a lot of people listening, I know that a lot of people are very big into the, you know, like sort of fat-free things and like sugar-free and diet drinks. And I just want to also encourage you to be an intelligent shopper about that and to love yourself well with that, not judging yourself, like Brenda was saying, but just, just be really intentional and loving with yourself when you're looking at some of this stuff, I want to at least acknowledge that, like, for example, aspartame, the chemically engineered sweetener is used in a lot of products that say sugar-free, but right. it also erodes our memory and, and literally erodes our brain function. So if you look at the back of products that says aspartame, and you can get to the point where you, you, you get so familiar with at least some of these basic things that you can yeah. just start to step back, lean, lean back from some of them. It doesn't mean you have to just change everything immediately. And now that's true. And, and you know what? Do do uh, pH balance water and squeeze your lemon and put your cucumbers in it or 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 blueberries or strawberries, you know, make your own drinks because it's healthier. And don't don't buy anything that says the word diet on it or fat free because it typically is going to have more chemicals in it that creates an addiction that wants you to go out and buy more. And that's what we want to get away from. So the more fresh food you add, and I will encourage you to keep a food journal, like just write things down. And then you go back over and reflect the week and kind of cross out what you think you can make some changes on. Be kind to yourself. Our body is the temple. 
And if we be kind, our body will start to heal. And so will our mind. Yeah. I think you said earlier, what did you call it? Like our very own pharmacy or internal? Our our internal. Mm -hmm. That's great. So if there were just maybe for someone that's listening, if they were like, okay, what's one or two things I can just start doing this week that are different? And you've given some really practical steps and ideas. Um, But if there were one or two things just from what you see, that are very common that people could just make some subtle shifts to improve um, their ability to heal, to improve their cellular regenerative, uh, regenerative process to help prevent the disease process. What are just one or two things that you would recommend? Um, the number one thing would be drink more water. And number two would be um, incorporate more raw food. So whatever that might be for you, um, you know, I, you won't believe how many people say, well, I don't even have a salad every day. That means they eat 100% cooked food. So even if it's for somebody that's like that, if you go to the store and you like apples, oh, I like apples, well, buy an apple. You like pears or bananas, buy that. Or if you want to just venture out and try something, it's kind of fun. But when you keep that food journal, it's it's a lot of fun because think of it as what I can do to make this fun, that I'll enjoy it and not a chore and not, oh my gosh, I have to eat this or do that again. And it's not fun. You won't do it and stick to it. But if you make it interesting, then it will be. And write down what you like so you buy more of that next week and just keep trying something. So find your number of your raw if it's 10%, if it's 30%, if it's 50% and work your way up. I used to be 80, but I'm, I'm at 60 now and I'm pretty comfortable with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can tell you when I was doing the 80, 20, it seems like nothing made me happier than the end of my day when I had like a warm cooked, <laughs> cooked meal. It was just like, Oh my goodness. You know, in the early days of it, especially when I was getting used to it, but I like how you say, find your raw, and, um, you know, Brenda does something where she, she has like this huge pitcher. Um, it was a huge, just like glass bottle from, I think it was like an apple juice, organic apple juice bottle yeah. that had been used. And we like took the bottles and filled them up with like alkaline water. And then we put, we decorated them and put like positive things on it. Like, you know, took some like, um, permanent markers, like you're brave, you know, heal, um, drink more, drink me now. And I put times on mine, like little like uh, mile markers, like by 8 a.m. I'd like to be about here by 12, you know, noon, because our colon can hold, you know, over 40 or 50 pounds of waste. And even if you're eliminating somewhat regularly, yes, we're talking about bowels, so just, you know, stick with us here. <laughs> um, but your upper, your upper GI, your upper digestive system, your upper colon can be completely blocked. And so, so much of the death and disease process starts in the colon. And so we don't realize oftentimes how dehydrated we are um, and how important it is to drink water. So again, if you make it fun, like some of the things that she's talking about and making it adventure and not the new thing that you have to punish yourself, but rather love yourself well That's so right. you can heal. And yeah. you know, one last thing. I remember my godfather, he's an infectious disease um, physician and a director at a hospital. And he was talking about our body mass index and um, some of our, um, you know, inherited disease processes. And he said the same thing that you said. He said that, but he was like, but Janice, more than it is inherited and genetics, although we, our gene expression does turn on. And so we may have a higher um, susceptibility to certain disease processes, but he was like, more than that, it's the same habits of family passed down from generation to generation. That's right. 
That is exactly right. I, I yeah. do that. And, and one of the other things that I that 80 percent of Americans are deficient in is is magnesium. And that's a mineral. So mm -hmm. magnesium does that cause depression? And when we have a lack of magnesium, a lot of wow. uh, issues with your bones, with your skin, um, and it comes from being devoid in minerals, which our food is because of all the things that we put in the soil. So it's really important to have your doctor do testing to see where your vitamin levels are. It's a, it's a great thing to know. And that way you go out and you replace what your body needs. Yeah. Yeah. It's not doing it just to pile on <laughs> and do a quick fix. But, I, you know, I, I think that you're so right. And I think that um, I do I do a lot of work and research around inherited trauma and epigenetics and the effect. But, you know, this is the reason I do the work, though. It's not so that we can just swim in the in the pool of trauma and talk about, you know, the negative outcomes throughout centuries. It's so that we can realize that trauma can be uh, transgenerational and so can the disease process, whether it be mental health disease or physical disease, but that means so can healing. So healing is also multi-generational and all it takes is one person to say, you know what, I'm going to be a part of changing my family tree. Whether you have offspring now or not, you're still being a part of changing your generation and the next. And so healing and improving your genetic outcomes, it can become a, an adventure. It can become a lifestyle. And it can become a patterned way of thinking and living. And I think what happens more often than not, you start to feel so good and then oftentimes look good too. You'll start to have people yeah. say to you, like, what are you doing? Because you look like you're reversing aging. Um, but eventually it doesn't become something you have to do. It becomes something you get to do. And yeah. I'm a big person and I know you are too. So we want to we we enjoy our meals. This is not a form of like punishment. This should make life better. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, our immune system is made up of cells all over our body and it doesn't have an organ. So when you think about it that way, our cells communicate to one another. So you have a sick cell, it'll, it'll communicate to another one and make that one sick. But if you keep your mind uh, with forgiveness and love, and that's one, that's one of the top things I say to people, you know, forgive whatever's been wronged, forgive because it's, it's not for that person, it's for you. It's, it brings healing to your body. Meditate on scripture, on God's word, on healing thoughts, positive thoughts. And then add in all these food and your multivitamins. And you just have a powerhouse of immune system. And that's what we want. That's what we're trying to achieve is a high immune system. So we don't get sick. Right. High immunity. Yes. Because that stress, that chronic stress. Mm -hmm. Um, the chronic worry, shame, guilt, those are all things that impact our biochemical outcomes. They, they will offset and release higher amounts of adrenaline or cortisol, you know, neurochemicals that are not helpful in high amounts over time. Mm -hmm. So I, I once heard the definition of forgiveness of letting go of the possibility or the idea that it could have been different. Right. And some of that ties into grief work and acceptance work. Um, and so if you're able to do that and also forgive yourself, <laughs> That's true. oh boy, oh boy, let freedom ring. <laughs> but all right, well, this does yeah, so we should have that free piece and that's what I have every day. Yes, 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 yes. Well, Brenda, do you have any final or closing thoughts? This has been a delightful 
um, conversation, you know, do not hesitate, by the way, for those of you that are listening, if you're struggling in these areas, reach out for support. I mean, we live in an a, in a day and an age where mental health care services are at a 52% um, increase in the U.S. And so there's an awareness that now that people need a good competent, um, as well as a, a wellness coach or a physician, but also a therapist or a counselor or a psychologist. So you can reach out to the National um, Alliance for Mental Health, uh, NAMI. You can go to jrocktherapyinstitute.com for a page of referrals and resources. You don't have to navigate this alone. Um, but what are some closing thoughts from you, Brenda, if you have any? And how can people find out more about Genesis? Um, I, you know what? I just tell people, make peace with your past so it doesn't mess up your present. And um, no one's in charge of your happiness except for you. Smile, eat an apple. And don't own all the problems in the world. Give it to God. Let it go. And if you need more information or free information, I am more than happy to provide an email or, or, or give you some information um, on, on food and health and, and maybe just a starter guide, where to start. And I think you do, is it, um, is it like a biannual cleanse where folks get together with you twice a year? Because you're not doing as much as the one-on-one coaching anymore, but now people can come and cleanse together and detox. Is that right? Yes, we do um, one in March and one in January, one in March for five days. And, um, and that is all raw and juicing. And that's designed to build your immune system, really. And it's very spiritual. It's um, very cleansing. It's I, I just try to cleanse the mind, body and spirit. And um, and then we also in February go to Cabo, Mexico, and we do a cleansing group there as well. And I have doctors that I refer if people want stem cell or exosome therapy. So, um, yeah, but you, you have my information and you're welcome to contact me anytime. OK, great. Yeah, we'll make sure that the, um, the site is a part of our post. Um, and I tell you what, the. I haven't been to Cabo with you yet, but I know Genesis is on just acres of land and it's just a real, it really is a quite a retreat. So I hope that you're able to be a part of one of these, um, these biannual events. Well, Brenda, it's always a pleasure catching up and I'm so happy to introduce you and welcome you to the J-Rock Therapy family and listening audience. And I look forward to doing this again sometime soon. Well, thank you so much for having me and God bless you. Okay.